BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C, oh, C Senior, dimly lit room where deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Oh my bowels! And today, hump day, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Joe Biden. Bowed, bowing to the Saudis. Oh jeez, bowing like a subservient servant. Oh boy, Could've worked on that line. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, in fairness, uh, all the presidents do it more or less. You remember when George W. was holding hands with them? Yeah. Because that's, that's a customary. I don't want to hold hands with my friends or my enemies. Well, it's a, it's a cultural thing, right? Yeah, but, I uh, like our culture better. You stay over there, I'll stay over here. Keep your hands to yourself. The lesson in there is that the world still runs on oil, whether you like it or not. That's the lesson in there. Yep. Up. Here we go. So, big finish. And here... Ladies and gentlemen, this is your headline of the day. As the news has just come out, we're happy to report to you that inflation for the month of June rose at 9.1%, everybody. That's a good oh, number. That's, that's some great inflation. 9.1%. Those numbers just in. That is a 40-year high. Hmm. Uh, 41 years, actually, but... 
I remember, was it last year that the rate of inflation went down two-tenths and we all thought, oh, okay, it's it's cooling off a tad. Well, well I didn't think so that. Much for that. I thought that was moronic to think. I think anytime anything goes down a tenth of a percent and you act like that's a trend, you're a freaking moron! No! By definition, you're a moron! No. Oh, God, I hate it when people get into the, the, those discussions. You know, I don't like the term moron. I find it very harsh. Can we use the term people experiencing moronitude instead? For instance, if you do the core price index, which is when you strip out energy prices and food prices because those are so volatile, some people think it's a better way to look at inflation. Although, what is what is getting the most of your attention and money every single day when you're buying stuff? Food and energy. Mm-hmm. If you pay your pay your electric gas bill, all that sort of stuff, put gas in your car and buy food. So anyway. You know, really, like, everything else is optional. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. Medication, I guess, isn't. But other than that, I mean, that's like the two things you spend money on. And the two things that have people the most angry. Sure. Anyway, yeah. if you strip those out, um, uh, the uh, insur- uh, un- unemployment, insurance, No, none of those are the right words. Wow. Inflation went up. Uh, 5.9% in June, slightly slower than in May at 6%. Okay, oh, big finally, deal. finally, it's cooling <laughs> off, everybody. <laughs> oh, Things geez. are getting back to normal. Oh, geez. So we're still hanging around 6% for the core, 9 point whatever percent for the uh, the big number, 9.1%, and that's just, it's terrible. It is, it's terrible, and it's, it's terrible in all kinds of different ways. Businesses uh, are going to react accordingly with fear, and... Um, and and it's it's going to be ugly for a while. I busted my neck. Let's go, Brandon. Oh boy, no need to turn it political, Michael. So, Just kitchen table issues. So the White House is already out with a statement saying, "Look, this is uh, old news. This is data from June. Things have improved since then. <laughs> gas has gone down quite a bit, however many days in a row, which is true. Mm-hmm. So, so most days in a row, gas has gone down in several years or whatever. So uh, you know, and that's a decent spin. It's true. Um, and we could be on the other side of it, but please don't look at one month of of flat or slightly down and decide that anything has happened. That's ridiculous." Nine point two percent. It is thought that that, Im- that impressive number will uh, spur the Fed to raise interest rates right. yet further. Right, you got that. So borrowing money gets more expensive. Ag- again, as we point out all the time, the whole point of that raising interest rates is to make you so scared and miserable about borrowing money and all these different things that uh, that people that that that, that 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 we get scared and stop stop spending. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can stop inflation. Get people freaking miserably scared. That's how you do it. Kick demand in the junk is the technical term <laughs> economists use. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's got to be getting close, don't you? I think so. It certainly feels like it to me. Although, uh, again, the reason the core inflation number is handy is people can't stop buying food and gas. Um, so, you know, we'll just have to see how long it takes to to rein in inflation. What damage is done? Uh, can the geniuses at the Fed engineer a so-called soft landing, or or will we just uh, start careening backward economically? Yeah. Anyway, keeping in mind that uh, you know fate has uh, cards in store for us that we haven't been dealt yet, and we don't know what they are. Which is why you don't live your life as a country or as a family or as an individual at the very end of your rope financially. It's dangerous to do that. 
Yeah. There is a nail in the roadway of life waiting to puncture your tire and cost you hundreds and hundreds of dollars or millions or trillions or whatever, depending on, you know, if you're talking about an individual or a country. That's why you've got to be responsible. And if your credit card is already maxed out when that nail hits your tire, that's a rough situation. And our credit card is maxed out as a country. Oh, boy. Um, let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, July 13th, the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's launch into action then, officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. <laughs> Buy me some peanuts and cracker jokes. I don't care if so, so what is going on in the song there? That is a minor league baseball general manager. Michael, do you have the city or the team or anything? Because they usually have a, a jaunty little nickname. Or Alex, who is teams. it? I do. It is the general manager, Alan Benavides, of the Emeralds of, well, what's the city? Uh, Eugene. They do a good, uh, the Eugene Emeralds, ah. kicking ass. Oh, that's one of our, our great affiliates. Sure. Eugene, Oregon. He is singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game while getting a prostate exam. Urgh. Was it like at bo- the game? Was it behind a sheet or something? <laughs> it nope. was in the press box. <laughs> no, it was oh, up it was, on the Jumbotron. <laughs> it, was on, it was on the mound. And uh, yeah, they had it on the Jumbotron and in 4K. And it was oh, something to say. Ah, too many K. What is that, a sunset? I can't tell what that is. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's uh, obviously uh, advocating, uh, you know, men's health or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Advocating men's health. And you can hear him there at the toward the beginning of the national anthem when the uh, the the when he feels the slight pressure, his voice goes up a little higher. And now how oh, the general manager manager will be digitally penetrated, penetrated for your entertainment. Dang it. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Oh, boy, for boys and girls alike. <laughs> uh, it beats the old bat race. How many times have I seen that? You spin around to the bat till you're dizzy, then you try to race. Oh, so oh, you, you'd rather... <laughs> Bring me a medical exam. <laughs> you'd rather see a guy see, get something shoved in him than the old bat race. That's a little indelicate, but well, uh, you, well, it's different. Huh? Let's explain what's happening here. It's not sugar-coated. <laughs> um... I don't think sugarcoating it would do any good. This is one of my favorite stories from yesterday. We did it right at the very end of the show. Starbucks is closing 16 stores. Similar, similar ish to uh, like all the uh, Walgreens and CVSs that closed down in the San Francisco Bay Area because of people stealing all the same, all the time. This isn't theft, but it's just, you know, bad behavior of people living on the street. Starbucks. So where are Starbucks closing? We'll try to guess. It's Seattle, Los Angeles, two of them in Portland, also Philadelphia and Washington, D.C., because workers are scared to go to work at the Starbucks. Yeah, they're being assaulted on a regular basis. Theft, uh, violence, uh, drug abuse in the store, all sorts of stuff. And the Starbucks Corporation, which had, after that weird event from a couple of years ago where they said, Our, uh, any employee can come to Starbucks, whether they buy anything or not, forever, and uh, the bathrooms are yours to use, and we just love everyone at Starbucks. We would make no judgment on anyone. They have completely changed that, and Starbucks has announced that managers do have the leeway now to close restrooms to people. 
limit seating or reduce operation in response to the safety concerns of all the freaking street people that you've got in all these cities. Well, and just uh, the lawlessness, too. I mean, a lot of it is the so-called street people, but, I mean, all those people clearing off the shelves of the CVSs and Walgreens and forcing them to close in San Francisco, for instance, those are criminals. Uh, Yeah. They're emboldened criminals who know there is no uh, repercussion for crime. The bathroom situation at Starbucks in, 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 in downtown areas is brutal. It's just brutal. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I saw that as perhaps, you know, that's like a, 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 a indication the tide is turning when Starbucks says, all right, all right, okay. So that was, that was fun for a while, that whole anybody can come in and hang out if they want, but that ain't working for it. Uh, so I, I hope there's a limit, and we've reached the limit on some of the nonsense that we've got going on around the country, and, and uh, reality bats last, so there you go. I would say the overwhelming booting of Chesa Bodine out of San Francisco as the uh, DA was a real sign that even the most progressive, progressive America, uh, progressive parts of America are, are saying, wow, wow, these policies don't work. This is awful. we got to turn the ship. And Starbucks doesn't exactly open up in bad neighborhoods. So when Los Angeles is losing Starbucks, I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, how does mail bag look? Oh, it's good. Solid. It's fine for a Wednesday. <laughs> I know what we'll probably do uh, at this hour. It's always uh, kind of fun once a month where we go through the list of how much prices went up on different items oh, <laughs> in boy. the last month. It's gotten to be a routine every month. It's just absolutely incredible. This is how much more it costs to buy food or to get a used car or to take a flight. Yeah, every month we go through this. How long will that last? Holy cow. Um, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. We have much today. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm looking at smart people break down the uh, new inflation numbers that are out. There's not a lot of good news in there. Not a lot of good news in there. Oh, well, what are you going to do? And while watch your money disappear, watch your money disappear, and realize you're taking a giant pay cut. Right, pretty big pay cut. Like I'd say, like alter your life style pay cut. Yeah, what are you going to do? Everybody's in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a dang shame. Nobody saw it coming. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, the whole world the whole world is, does have inflation, as the Biden administration keeps pointing out, but we have quite a bit more, as I was just reading some analysis on that, than Europe, and most people point to the sem- several trillion dollars of uh, money that we shoveled out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can <laughs> separate myself from the uh, disappointment, we'll just say, of seeing my finances shrink, on a monthly basis, um, I'm really curious to see how this shakes out in the next year or so. Uh, when the pandemic supply chains finally get straightened out, if they ever do, because China's, you know, China's a wild card. But, you know, maybe the war in Ukraine settles down and what happens then? Do we see prices rapidly settle down? Um does inflation continue? Is the Fed successful? I mean, just if you separate yourself from your personal uh, disappointment and, and unhappiness, it's really a hell of a stew of economic uncertainty. Yep. Unprecedented. It sure is. Here's your uh, freedom-loving quote of the day. Continuing with quotes from Hunter S. Thompson. Crazy genius. 
Of course, I think it was old man Seneca, the uh, the thinker, who said there is no genius without a touch of madness. Okay. I think that's what he said, roughly. Anyway, uh, I'm not sure if this is an original quote or if Hunter S. Thompson was quoting somebody else, but he said, No man is so foolish, but he may sometimes give another good counsel. And no man so wise that he may not easily err if he takes no other counsel than his own. Hmm. He that is taught only by himself has a fool for a master. Oh, good one. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's probably somebody else saying that. Hunter rarely spoke like it was the 17th century. (laughs) Didn't sound like Hunter Thompson. No, indeed. So so the freedom lover quote of the day was a guy quoting another guy. Well, it's a quote. Oh, it's still a a good quote. All right. I don't know who said it. Seneca himself said it. I don't know. (laughs) So I could do a quote. This is Joe Getty quoting Hunter Thompson, quoting Seneca. Correct. Okay. Maybe. Maybe Seneca. Uh, yeah. Moving along. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, Mike writes, Joe Biden will bow to the Saudi king just like Barack Obama did. End of quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> <laughs> the cover story, and I had heard this. The cover story is his staff told him not to shake hands because of COVID. Uh-huh. So they're anticipating that it will look terrible, the president bowing to the Saudi dictator. Uh, and so they're using the cover story that he's trying to avoid the vid. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't like uh, kowtowing to those scumbag murderous uh, living the life they live, don't let women drive BS country. But uh, everybody has done it in my lifetime. Every president, mm-hmm. Republican or Democrat, and let's not pretend it's different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did Trump bow to the Saudis or shake hands with them or what? I just, it's part of it's just the symbolism of the, mm. the bowing that I hate. I doubt he did. Anyway, uh, let's, and that's the sort of thing that, that, that Trump was great at, like moving the, the uh, U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. He's like, no, we said we're going to do it or we'll do it. Oh, that'll upset the, the custom disguise. He didn't care. Uh, Adrian writes, uh, Dear Angie, it's important to note on the topic of the giant sequoias and the fire that sequoias cannot reproduce without fire. Fire is a natural part of their evolution. Uh, heat from the fire is required for the seed pods to open up, drop to the ground, clear the forest floor, etc. Uh, they also have a very thick bark that acts as a kind of fire protectant. They've survived thousands of years of forest fires. Everyone likes to freak out about fires near the sequoias, but it's natural and necessary part of their lifespan. Well, I hope uh, Adrian knows what he or she is talking about. I think it's Adrian with an A. That's probably a dude. Your, your mother has a thick bark. Hmm. Uh, once we read an email that said roughly the same thing about some other kind of tree, and an arborist wrote in and said, that's not true about that tree. Other trees, yes. That tree, no. So who freaking knows? We hate to anger the arborists. Oh, I know. Oh, they'll come at you. Well, they have saws. Uh, I think it was Seneca who once said, sequoias have a thick, thick bark. Let's see. Uh, Jester was uh, on MSN, came across uh, an online poll that popped out, uh, popped up. Should transgender women and girls be allowed to compete in female sports? Yes, 8%. No, 82%. Oh, boy. Yeah, we got to look at that more. It's an online poll, but that rings true. The video of the little kids cursing and kicking the cops is uh, getting a lot of attention. The video from the hallway right next to the schoolroom in Uvalde came out. Some of the reaction on that and a bunch of other stuff on that. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We need to remind our viewers that the very first thing the police and the politicians did after this horrifying massacre was praise themselves and how brave they were and how courageous the response was. That's, that was the first thing, and it's only because the families and journalists were asking questions that we now have an accurate, an accurate picture of what happened. Jake Tapper making a good point yesterday on his show on CNN. It was right when the um, video came out. The breaking news they have released all of a sudden the video, or chunks of the video anyway, of the 77 minutes there in the hallway as the uh, scumbag murderer slaughtered children and teachers and the cops stood around looking at their phones. Um, but Jake Tapper making the point right there, remind you one more time, because he, he gets into this story a lot and he's played the audio before. Like the first day they did that thing that government agencies always do when they get together. First thing I'd like to do before we take questions, I'd like to congratulate Jim Johns on the security aspect team. They did a fantastic job today. Also like to thank the, the county blotty blah, and they go through all the agencies and what a great job they did. Uh, we now know that they not not only do I hate when they do that. Just tell me what happened. I'm a I'm a public servant. I pay you to clap each other on the back later. Um, why don't you tell me what just happened with the flood or the shooting or whatever? Whatever they were all gathered here to get information on. Mm-hmm. Shut up with your self praise. But the fact that they went through the self praise routine and we now know they lied about freaking everything. Not only did they not do their job that they're sworn to do and trained to do by taxpayers, and children died. They lied about it immediately and praised themselves for their for their uh, courage. 
whatever. Oh, my God. It's so sad and sickening and angering and disappointing in so many ways. I mean, just it's it's tough to even process this it story. Is, it is. It is. It, I have I, I my, my tendency is to not want to talk about it, but it yeah. seems like something that ought to be discussed uh, as a society. I still believe that we can find people that want to be cops that would go into the room and stop a shooter when he's murdering children. I believe there are people that will do that job for the pay. Hmm. We just have to make sure that those people get the job. Well, there were people, I think, of that uh, sort on the scene, but they were restrained. Right. Sometimes uh, handcuffed and had their guns taken away from them. Uh, A lot of attention is being given to... uh, I actually haven't watched the video I listened to some of the description afterwards because I I don't I don't I can't no. I can't watch this guy walking through the hall as the cops that stand around. Um, uh, but a lot is being made of one of the cops uh, grabbing some hand sanitizer as he stands there in the hallway as the uh, as the kid with the gun is walking around. And uh, there's another one of uh, one of the cops. Uh, it's it looks like as you can zoom in on his phone doing something definitely not serious at all on his phone while they hang mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the the overarching overarching problem is that uh, the, the there wasn't the organization or bravery or whatever to deal with this. Yeah, yeah, uh, both probably. You know, it, it strikes me, and then we can move on. That it was true when the Bible was written. It was true when the Constitution was written. It's true now. Human nature does not change. Humans are capable of amazing things, but humans are weak. They're sinful. They're selfish. They're prideful. We're. Why am I saying there? I happen to be one. Uh, you know, <laughs> You're excluding yourself from this human nature. Uh, no, I, of course, no, am not prideful or sinful. Oh, please. Um, take the rest of the show. Anyway, uh, and we respond to incentives and disincentives in the same way we always have and always will, which is one of the reasons I am a you know small C conservative. Uh, human error has produced systems and traditions that work. I'm not against examining things that are antiquated or unfair or racist or whatever, uh, but there's a reason societies function the way they do. There's a reason you take criminals and you put them in jail. For instance, Chesa Bodine, George Gascon, uh, what's her name, Fox in Chicago, which has fallen apart from crime. These so-called revolutionary progressive new policies, they're, they're a perfect example of what... Uh, Thomas Sowell said, is uh, he was talking about the 20th century, but he said the second half of the 20th century is pretty much uh, consisted of getting rid of what works in favor of what sounds good. I was just reading about another couple of policies they're pitching that sound good, but it, they'll never work because they don't recognize human nature. End of screed. And then uh, the iron law of bureaucracies, as we're seeing, uh, that, that plays a role. Bureaucracies, man, they, they, especially over time, get far away from their original function and purpose. And the individuals are no longer doing that. They're protecting yeah. the bureaucracy. And I think you see a lot of that in uh, public service, too, which is really disappointing. You know what I ought to do is waste the rest of my life trying to, with the, the, with the aid of experts and geniuses that I can gather around, come up with the, uh, what, would, what would you call it, the, uh, the, the method, the, uh, Method, theory, no, it's the procedure, the iron law. No, I don't. Something, the blankety-blank of bureaucratic renewal, the the policy of bureaucratic renewal. How can you address, in a systematic way, 
the tendency of bureaucracies to move more and more toward self-service, which is inevitable and part of the iron law of bureaucracy, and 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 they become more and more expensive, more and more abusive, and and useless, worse than useless. Is there a way to reorganize them, to restart them, to tear them down, and rebuild them again? I'm sure having come up with that, even if it was one of the greatest, you know, like civil uh, administrative achievements in the history of mankind, it would never be implemented because bureaucrats protect their turf. Number one. But I'd, I'd love to love to think about. Well, that, if so. these particular safety agencies there in Uvalde were so far off track that for 77 minutes they stand around and hum and haw while this is going on and then immediately gather together to pat each other on the back and name names about what a great job they did, what is it like in agencies that aren't doing things important at all? Right. <laughs> I mean, how far oh are they gosh. from their primary purpose and clapping each other on the back for what a great job we're doing? I mean, good Lord. Yeah, boy, that's a chilling thought. Over there at the Department of whatever, you don't even know what they do in there. Right. Yeah, nobody cares. Some, nobody cares. Yeah, how much are they uh, far away from their intended purpose? Anyway, probably get into more on that later. I'm going to, uh, you know what you should do? I, I think, it, I was just thinking of this. It'd be great if you like you could go around to schools and talk to high school kids about the iron law of bureaucracy. I'd be, go, I wish I'd have learned it earlier. And I, <sighs> I'll carry it with the rest of my life. But there, there's no way they'd let you in. The only nope. way you can get in, you craft your speech and everything like that. You claim you're there to talk about how the 1619 Project affects the trans community. Yes. That's your pitch. And then once you get in there, you just talk about the iron law of bureaucracies. Yeah, I throw them a couple sentences at the beginning so the principal and the teachers stop paying attention <laughs> right. and just start flipping through their Facebook feed. And then I'll just launch into the, 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 the greatest libertarian <laughs> screed I can. How the 1619 Project affects the trans community. Uh, I feel like we need something silly. This is something silly. Yesterday... Well, it's not just silly. Um, yesterday was the anniversary of the uh, invention of the chocolate chip cookie. Not really important in any way, but the chocolate chip cookie was invented in 1938. And somebody, for some reason, pointed out that we have four U.S. senators that are older than chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm skipping aside, uh, skipping the, the question of how exactly you date the birth of the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, whatever. That, yeah, that's yeah. not the important part of this story. Right. Uh, the important part is our oldest U.S. senator, so the chocolate chip cookie was invented in 1935. Our oldest U.S. senator, Dianne Feinstein, Democrat, was born in 1933. Mm. 1933. She was old enough to fully know what was going on when World War II started. Wow. That's incredible. Chuck Grassley, same age, also born in 1933. He's a Republican. So you got a Republican and Democrat who share the same birth year, just months apart, 1930-freaking-three. Wow. <laughs> then it's uh, Senator Shelby, who's a Republican, born in 34. Senator Inhofe, also a Republican, born in 34. Then you, you get to the kids. Leahy, who was born in 40, and Bernie Sanders, who was born in 41. Those are your oldest U.S. senators. Wow, Bernie's that old. Yeah. Bernard Sanders. Still, <laughs> ener- still energetic. That's four Should s- be President Hillary stolen from me. <laughs> That's four senators older than the chocolate chip cookie. 33? You can't have an age limit. That's got to violate free speech or something. I don't know. But come on now. Well, yeah. like uh, we were playing clips from Henry Kissinger. He seems like he could be a U.S. senator if that was what he wanted to do. His mind seems to be fine. He's going to be 100 here in a couple of months. So I not- would read his speeches instead of listening to them. Yeah. His pace is, oh, it's always been slow. But I just found that amusing. 
Well, Jack, they've been around for many moons, many moons, many buck moons, hay moons, berry moons, and thunder moons. That All of that is happening tonight. The buck moon, also known as oh. the hay moon or the berry moon or the thunder moon. Did you see the moon last night? Last night was not, the peak is tonight. I was outside last night. I uh, left my house and went over to the park in the dark to look at it. Freaking stunning. That was my favorite moon I've seen so far. Park in the Dark was Dr. Seuss's unreleased controversial fourth book. Uh, The Big and Bright Supermoon will be the third of four supermoons in a row and the biggest and brightest of the year. That was the, the brightest moon I've ever seen last night. I remarked out loud to passersby. That's the brightest moon I've ever seen. Look at a moon. Yeah, it's something. So if you want a really good moon... Like a moon that'll knock your socks off. Check this one out. Uh, what is it called? It's a buck moon? The full buck moon, also known as the hay moon or the berry moon or the thunder moon. It's a full who you buck hay berry moon. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty good moon. Full buck hay berry, full buck hay berry, full buck hay berry moon. Oh, you left out thunder moon, too. Um... So uh, digging in a little more to the inflation numbers that just came out, if you haven't heard, it's just a tick over 9% for June. Yep, that's a, if it sounds like a high number, it's because it is a high number. It's the highest number in 41 years. And, uh, yeah, you're getting poor by the minute. So aren't you glad, <laughs> aren't you, glad you tuned in? Uh, no. more, more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Mr. Parscale said, quote, 
This is about Trump pushing for uncertainty in our country, a sitting president asking for civil war. And then when he said, this week I feel guilty for helping him win, Katrina Pearson responded, you did what you felt right at the time and therefore it was right. Mr. Parscale added, yeah, but a woman is dead. And yeah, if I was Trump and I knew my rhetoric killed someone. When Ms. Pearson replied, it wasn't the rhetoric, Mr. Pascal said, Katrina, yes, it was. So those are some texts that were read during the January 6th hearing yesterday. The, uh, the bulk of that being from Brad Pascal, if you remember him. He was the guy that was featured on 60 Minutes after Trump won the election. He was the genius that figured out the hack of using Facebook and social media and everything that really played a major role in getting Trump elected and everything like that. And he uh, expressing a fair amount of guilt on j- after January 6th. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of that kind of testimony. I, I'm also interested in this. Maybe we'll just hear a little bit of this. This is the Mr. Cipollone, Trump's own counsel there as the president of the United States, talking about when they are getting together and having these meetings and arguing about pushing forward with a variety of different ideas on how they are going to overturn the election. How about... Oh, yeah. This is the uh, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani yeah. meetings, right? Yeah. How about uh, 31 there, Michael? I don't think Sidney Powell would say that I thought it was a good idea to appoint her special counsel. I was vehemently opposed. I didn't think she should have been appointed to anything. There was a real question in my mind and a real concern, you know, particularly after the Attorney General had reached a conclusion that there wasn't sufficient election fraud to change the outcome of the election. When other people kept suggesting that there was, the answer is, what is it? And at some point, you have to put up or shut up. That was my view. And uh, that, so that's Trump's lawyer saying, he, w- he was telling people, look, we don't have anything here. I, I remember, so that's the week, I'm sure. I'm sure that's within days of when Tucker Carlson went on the air and opened it up to Ms. Powell. You can have the entire hour. I'll let you come on the show. We want to hear it. The entire hour. Because mm-hmm. obviously, if she had proof of all these various things, uh, that should should get out there. Well, as Tucker called it that night on the show, this would be the greatest scandal in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. She didn't take the opportunity to come on because she didn't have anything to uh, back up her claims with. And That's interesting. Just as an aside, I don't think Tucker would do that now. His show has changed. Really interesting. I could be wrong. Interesting. Um. The other part of this, for for those of you who are still going with the election was stolen, I I just you know I don't know I don't know where you get your information or whatever. We got accused of calling you stupid or something a week or so ago by a longtime listener who said they're never listening again, and I certainly don't want to do that. But if you look into this much, a lot of the claims that you you have heard were not brought forward in court. They didn't bring them in forward. the 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 Trump people didn't bring them forward in court. So they would say to microphones, "These are the things we're going to that that happen." And when they'd actually get in the courtroom, they wouldn't say that because yeah. they would get in all kinds of legal trouble if they made things they knew weren't true as claims in a courtroom. So they didn't actually the Trump's own people didn't push a lot of the things that you're hanging on to as fact. His own and people that didn't you got do it. from two thousand mules, for instance. It's easy to say on camera or show a grainy video and claim it's one thing, but it's not. It's just not. Now, I, I do want to point this out, though. 
Because uh, the left will tell you that what Bill Barr and others said is we didn't find any voter fraud. That is not at all what they said. They said they didn't find voter fraud sufficient enough to change any results in any states. On the other hand, I will return to my my constant theme that there is enough voter fraud and there's enormous potential for voter fraud, especially with millions of mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting and the rest of it, which is legal in like 21 states and illegal in the rest of them. Go figure. Uh, There is so much of that, it will undermine, it will poison people's faith in the electoral process. And if the left and the right don't get together, on how dangerous that is and how important it is we prevent the erosion of that faith in the process, we're doomed. I mean, yep. we are screwed. We, we, we really are. So here is uh, Lawyer Cipollone once again uh, with some of the testimony on this crazy meeting that they all had where you know, Sidney Powell and others were making all kinds of claims they couldn't back up, and the people that were the more um, legitimate advisors to the president were like, who are you, why are you here, what is going on? It apparently it turned into a screaming match. I got a call either from Molly or Kirschman that I need to get to the Oval Office. So that was the first point that I had recognized. Okay, there was nobody in there from the White House. Mark's gone. What's going on right now? I opened the door and I walked in. I saw General Flynn. I saw Sidney Powell sitting there. I was not happy to see the people in the Oval Office. Well, again, I, I don't think they were providing. Well, first of all, the overstock person, I, I've never known who this guy was. Actually, the first thing I did, I walked in, I looked at him, and I said, who are you? And he told me. I don't think, I don't think any of these people were providing the president with good advice. Uh, and so I, I, I didn't understand how they had gotten in. <laughs> So they walk. He walks in and sees a bunch of people. They thinks, "Oh my God, who are some of these people?" And they're giving. They're telling Trump, you know, these stories that Trump wanted to hear. I uh, and uh, and eventually it turns into people yelling at each other, legitimate lawyers uh, saying, "What are you talking about?" And the other people yelling at them, and then them yelling to sit down and shut up and blah blah blah. And that's how that went. I I'm still going with the. I think Trump only wanted to hear from people. That were telling him the story that he could keep the story going. I, I don't know that he actually believed this stuff. No, I don't. I don't know it. I could believe. No, either. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I could. I could believe either way. Honestly, that he just wanted to hear what he wanted to hear, and or because of his history as a as a builder developer, where as long as he could keep litigating sure. something, he, he didn't have to believe it. He just wanted to keep litigating it because he could get a better deal at the end. Yeah. I think yeah. that's more likely. Honestly. And as long as you keep, as in, in, in most things, I'm not sure this applies to presidential elections, but in most things, as long as you can keep the, the legal thing going and keep fighting, there's a chance you get a you know outcome you like, or at least closer right. to an outcome you like. And that's the way he's lived his whole life, and it's worked out for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably the case. Uh, hey, next hour, excited about talking to Ilya Shapiro, constitutional scholar. He's the guy you may have read about or heard us talking about who got forced out of Georgetown Law. Um, and not only is he going to talk about that experience of being deplatformed or canceled, but uh, he has some really interesting thoughts on the recent Supreme Court session. Uh, kicking off hour two, we ought to at least touch on the inflation numbers that just came out record high of the last 41 years, which is not exactly the news you wanted to hear today. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.